0: At 1UP, we believe in being curious and taking a little bit of value from everyone. So welcome to the Breadcrumb series, where we get bite-sized amounts of previous episodes and can hear a new perspective in less than five minutes. This Breadcrumb is from episode 150, How to Grow Through Challenges and Opportunities. When we spoke before this conversation another time, you spoke about something, the concept of poverty of aspiration. Could you please explain to us what that is?
1: Yeah, it was something I was I kind of came across when I was reflecting on my life and things. And I think, because firstly, when it came to like material poverty, um, I didn't know that I was growing up in severe poverty until I was in one of my sociology classes, Mm. which is kind of laughable. Because I was sitting there and they were talking about the indicators of severe poverty in New Zealand. And I was like, oh, my childhood very much ticks these boxes. Um, So I was like, oh. But then I was like trying to kind of um, understand how I was here at university on scholarships. And I was like, oh my goodness. Firstly, I want to acknowledge myself (laughs) for being here despite Mm -hmm. ticking all these boxes. But also, it's not that alone. I know it's not just hard work because... I grew up with people who were smarter than me, you know, who were more charismatic than me um, and they should be sitting there too. And I was looking at the points of difference in our upbringing and I guess I was thinking, I was like, how important it is to have people believe in you. And a lot of people don't have people who believe in their dreams or or who are able to or have the ability to express that and the time to So for example, when I talk about how I didn't, I may have had material like severe poverty in New Zealand, first world, I certainly didn't have poverty of aspiration because I've always believed in myself. I've always thought I was the shit, Sarah, and that's a problem, Mm. (laughs) but it's because I come from especially strong women who told me I was the shit. Mm. So like, for example, my auntie Philly, she still works at the same factory job. I would, it was, it's such a depth. I don't know it's it's hard to explain but this feeling of someone working overtime so that I could do debating and so that I could do all my extracurriculars at school and be passionate about community and about inequality it's because my auntie helped keep the lights on you know? And so that kind of understanding that I have people like her, people like my auntie Matalena and like the village kind of believe in me and believe in like my gifts and talents is something that has continued to drive me. So when I was sitting in that lecture theatre, I was like, okay, I didn't just get here just based on me being like, I can do it. (laughs) Like Mm. it's because people spoke life into me and that's a real privilege and something I don't take lightly. And I hope to be someone who speaks life into others as well.
0: You absolutely are, I can assure you of that, Uh, but I loved when you mentioned this because it's something, and same for me, a privilege, like I didn't even understand that I had until very recently when I was kind of thinking about why I have such big aspirations or dreams that seem pretty unrealistic, like why do I feel that that's possible, um, and it is because I was constantly surrounded by people who repeated phrases like, you can do anything if you put your mind to it, like, you can do whatever you want and you go, like, just never putting limits on my abilities, mm. and I think that in itself was obviously empowering, but on a subconscious level, that meant I didn't then put limits on myself moving forward, and I think it's easier to then do something with that belief when you're also not worrying about survival Yeah. so when you're at that if you're in poverty or you are struggling with many other things outside of just your own mental well being it's so hard to, you can't just push through with the self motivation can you? There's no amount of inspirational TikToks Mm. Um,
1: that can pull someone out of poverty. And I often tell people, like, you can't simply budget your way out of poverty, Mm. you know? There's so much work to it. It's that inner work, it's wraparound work. And nothing exists in silos, you know, there's that mental health aspect that you mentioned. There's family responsibilities, cultural obligations and just and trauma as well around money and just inherited debt as well. I know a lot of my mates, their parents had to put bills under their names and, and sometimes weren't able to pay them. So they had bad credit before they even like left high school. You know, those are things that people are facing. It's uh, it's not just a lack of want. Uh, Mm. You know, there's so many things at play. And when it comes to money, it's so important that we acknowledge those different things that people are facing. Thank you so much for listening to this
0: episode of The 1UP Project. If you want to find more stuff just like this, check out our other apps or follow us at The 1UP Project on Instagram or TikTok. See you there.